Welcome back to News and Brews, Columbus Business First, mostly weekly podcast about beer and news. And I'm joined today by... Well, who are you? Oh. <laughs> Touche. Good afternoon. <laughs> this, this is Mark Summerson, and I'm joined by... Emily Bench. Doug Buchanan. Dan Eaton. This right. is a melancholy uh, afternoon yes. for us. Yes. Because I stubbed my toe earlier and it hurts real bad. <laughs> no, um, this is Emily Bench's last day at Business First. And it is. I've been crying all day. I'm glad you can't see me because um, my eyes are very red. <laughs> it's been a wonderful journey, Emily. Thank you. I've loved it. This has been very fun. Yeah. It was fine. <laughs> yeah. There's not any other job I'll ever have where I get to drink beer every single Friday and talk Unless about you so. work for a brewery or... <laughs> well, that's true, yeah. That's, you just become an alcoholic. Or a trendy mm, startup. True. Yeah, trendy yeah, startups. Trendy startups have cats. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, the podcasts have truly been uh, uh, one of my mem- most memorable things that I'll remember about Emily was the <laughs> Women of Influence, both on yes. the, on the, po- on the uh, serious side, the Women of Influence podcast, and then your contributions to, uh, to these podcasts. Uh, oh, these we're phenomenal. We uh, should put together a highlight. Yes. Oh, no, please don't. Just, It'll make me sound Including insane. the comments about Paris last week that did not make the <laughs> yes. podcast. <laughs> yes. Oh, gosh. Uncut. Yeah. Right. The director's Emily name. Bench after dark. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm going to open the beer. Oh, yes, that's right. Which is a, I got, uh, ooh, that's interesting. What? I'm just noticing that it's got some chunks in it. We have another chunk. Oh, another one of those. I had a beer in France that had chunks in it. Oh, wow. Le chunks. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I was driving to Chicago last week with my family, and we took a detour in heavy rain on a stupid road that took us 45 minutes to go like nine miles to get to Three Floyds in Munster, Indiana, which is about 25 or 30 minutes out of Chicago. Mm -hmm. Um, It is... It's a small town. There's not a lot there. It was like driving down Morse Road with all of the traffic lights, and there were two crashes during it, so it was just... Excruciating. Excruciating, which made it all that much better once we got to Three Floyds, which is... It's a strange place. The restaurant and bar is fairly dark. It's covered with posters and stuff that are kind of out there, Mm -hmm. and they play thrash metal while you're eating. What? Um, It's known for that. Oh, yeah, it's loud. I could see the bar was in another room. I used the restroom. It was adequate. TMI. And then uh, <laughs> <TMI>. and, <laughs> and then went to the little store, which was just this little nook in the wall and some dude sitting there uh, covered with tattoos. And I ordered some beer and a T-shirt, and he just sort of pulled them out and rang me up. And was then, the food good? Uh, we just had French fries covered with something or other, and they were fine. Hmm. Ah, um, we gravy? didn't order. It was like oh, a cheesy okay. stuff. I don't remember. They stuff. were fine. Anyway, let's open the beer, yes. which is called Apocalypse Cow. <laughs> well, Emily can describe the uh, label. Oh, Emily's going to describe the label. Well, when... I thought it looked like the painting that's scream. called the, the Scream. Or the scream. scream, yeah. The Scream. I One the of movie the two. is Scream. The, the way that it's the art of it just kind of it looks similar, but it also... Is a cyclops bull? Yeah. Yes. So yeah. it's just kind of confusing here. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I did some research before we started to record. Wow, this is pungent. Go straight to you. There is a, I guess, a no, book yeah. called Apocalypse Cow, a book series hmm. about what that is, zombie cows. 
Mm. Um, and then there was a Simpson episode called mm. Apocalypse Cow. And of course, there's a famous movie oh, called Apocalypse there's Now. A, there was a no, villain a in, the, um, in the cartoon right. and TV show The Tick. One of the villains of The Tick is Apocalypse Cow as well. Oh, interesting. <laughs> uh, this is, for those of you interested, this is how um, Three Floyds describes it. It's a complex double India Pale Ale with intense citrus and floral hop aroma balanced by a velvety malt body augmented with lactose milk sugar. Uh, with this different take on an IPA, we have brewed an ale that is both pleasing to drink and once again not normal, which is their whole motto <laughs> is we're not normal. Okay. Um, so I'm going to take a sip and... Ooh, it's got a lot of floaters in there. Yeah, it is. Wow. Regulant. It's <laughs> <laughs> been a few weeks for that. I personally think it tastes like perfume. Perfume? Yeah. Okay. Would you wear this perfume? No. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I would not. You're not an IPA fan to no. begin with. This one's got a lot of citrus. There's no way Emily's going to like this no. beer. Sorry. It's okay. Um, I actually bought it for my brother. Mm-hmm. And ourselves to drink in our hotel, but I left it in the car the entire trip when we were in Chicago. So I thought second best is bring it to work. <laughs> give it we're to Emily. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you're probably third. They'll fourth. drink anything basically. <laughs> <laughs> right. I got to brought mouthwash in, and you people would have <laughs> put it, is, it in flake glasses. Like it is kind of floral to me. Are you? Have you ever seen Apocalypse Now? No. The movie. I've heard of it. Have you? Yes. Okay. It's one of my favorite movies. I feel like that would freak me out. It's the apocalypse t- stresses me out. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's about Vietnam. It's a war. long movie. <laughs> it, I mean, it really is about the Vietnam War. Well, and I thought it was about the apocalypse. No. And Which would make sense based on the title. Yes, I've never seen. based on um, a book uh, called uh, Heart of Darkness by Joseph Conrad that you probably read in high school. Okay. I read The Scarlet Letter. <laughs> Different book, uh, same premise though. Oh, Tupac. I believe it was the second album uh, was called Tupacalypse Now. Oh, very uh, nice. Oh, that's nice. It's a good one. We have moved around the world on this. Yes. Segment. What are we segueing to exactly? I don't know. Um, okay. Dan, maybe what, news. Well, what, <laughs> I wanted to talk more about this beer. That okay, we're yeah. Yeah. talk about this so, beer. Yeah. Uh, if this isn't it supposed to be somewhat sweet, if you said there was lactose yeah. sugar in it, it makes it, it. They were describing it on one website I was reading that it gives us almost like a milk creaminess to mm-hmm. it. The creaminess I get, I don't get yeah. any sweetness to it at all, though. Mm. It's pretty bitter, really. That's yeah, yeah, really bitter. Very bitter. But there's some sweetness. I don't know, Dan. What do you think of this beer? I mean, it's a little sweet, but it's kind of floral to me. Like I said, it's it's kind of got a flowery taste, not sort of fruity hops. It's more yeah. like... Okay. I don't know. I don't know how he described it other than flowery. I haven't eaten too many flowers, so I don't know if they taste I've eaten like a couple, but they don't taste like this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a it's a, it's a hard one to look at because of all the floaters in it. Yeah. Um, that's I'm not a huge fan of visually... Uh, yeah. Yeah, that kind of visual, but... I mean... It tastes okay. It looks almost like, like fat is like floating. Yeah, it does actually. Kind of like butter, like if you put butter in it. <laughs> You know? <laughs> I do. Especially now, with yours, because it's like getting down to the bottom yeah. and like really clumping together. I yeah. kind of like this one. I have another bottle at home, so I better. <laughs> so. This one I haven't seen in central Ohio before, mm-hmm. so that's why another reason why I grabbed it. Yeah. Um, in the bar, I had 
their uh, wig splitter, which was uh, is an imperial IP, uh, imperial stout mm. that is really good. W H I G. No, no. W I G, mm. as in wig. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> not the 18th century political party. Yeah, yeah. No, they were not. I don't think it was a political statement. Yeah. It was supposed to be mind bending, mm. like a weak splitter. I don't really care for it. Okay. Yeah. I'm but over you two like IPA, one. don't you? I, I do. You like? I, it's 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 over the top. Yeah. The, the chunks are freaking you out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, you know. Yeah, that is. I mean, but the visual cannot, does have something to do with the whole experience. That you is know, one like, opaque it's, beer. It's not. Appetizing. You have some beer stuck in your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's been a couple of uh, Three Floyds beers that I don't care much for. Mm. Some are good. People including, go nuts for it because I think it's Dark hard to Lord. Care. I didn't think Dark Lord was good. Oh, Dark Lord was great. You're wrong about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for the record. Yes, I hear it. We can move on to beer news. Who was our newsmaker this yeah, week in that. print? This week, our, our, our newsmaker, our weekly feature, a, a Q&A with uh, various movers and shakers around town. This week's was with Allison Green, who's the new CEO of BrewDog. We've chatted about her in some uh, some past episodes when she got the job, but I sat down with her just to learn more about her background and how she came here. She's from uh, northern England, and she's had a an interesting and, and, and varied career, a lot of it kind of on the HR people side, but she's worked for... Um, amusement parks essentially she's worked for uh, like a dollar store mm. in england she's worked in the beer industry before she worked for the company that owns newcastle do they call them dollar stores in england or are they no i don't stores <laughs> oh, yeah i guess i didn't <laughs> think about true. that that's yeah. true yeah. <laughs> yes euro stores yes <laughs> so that is in this week's edition and it's it's worth checking out yeah. she's she sounds she's like quite a the character. very interesting character what did she for do sure at amusement parks? um she was in on the hr and, oh, okay. and a talent she was yeah. one of the talent yes, judges the, yeah they did a um one of the anecdotes is that uh they they would hold uh, talent competitions like america's got talent but yeah. uh, but in england so, <laughs> so, so it's not exactly got like america's got talent uk's um, got talent yeah, yeah. And uh, she was one of the, the staff members that would judge these competitions. I, I recall she said that uh, uh, she would often like singers. She did not like magicians. magicians oh, really? Didn't much, uh, didn't move Dan, much did we creepy. have to hire an uh, interpreter for this uh, interview? No, no. I think I, I think I, I got through it fine. I think Dude. I understood. Uh, the one thing um, I had to ask her about, one of the jobs she had was at... Oh, I forget the exact term, but it was essentially rest stops. Oh, it was, it was a, like a rest oh, stop, yeah, like yeah. what we would call, like, uh, uh, you know, if you're on the turnpike and you see that cluster of, like, restaurants right. and places like that. Um, motorway motorway services, yeah. that was the term. That was <laughs> the one thing where I was like, I had to pause and say, what's motorway services? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I actually wanted to hear a bit more about her hometown where she... Blackpool, I believe. Blackpool, yeah. She quite enthusiastically said there are donkeys on the beach. Yeah. What? Uh, are they I wild donkeys? Failed my journalistic duties in that I did not press on the donkeys issue, so I don't have a lot of it's detail. It's like that island in the Bahamas so. with the pigs on the beach. Have you ever seen that? No. No. <gasps> Someone look it up. There's these little pigs that come and swim up to you on the beach. And you are they? Wait. They live there. They're in they the like, water and yeah, they swim they like up? Yeah, they swim in the water and they like come up and play with you. They're like fish pigs? Like, they're not fish. They're like real pigs. But they're out in the water yeah, swimming. Yeah, they like swim around they... with you and they'll come up on shore. I swear it's Do they thing. go back into the water at night then? I, they don't live in the water. They'll just like... <laughs> Hang out. <laughs> they just... Pig Beach. Yeah. Wow. It's an uninhabited island 
in You've the Bahamas. You've been there. No, you I've seen my, my one friend went there. And, and swam with the pigs. Yes. Show them the show them a photo. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, You're so sure cute. enough, there's pigs in yeah. the, the water. Looks uh, pristine. Doug is showing us photos of they swimming just, like, pigs. They just hang out there. Can I want to go there. Can you pull one out and bizarre. have a luau? No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, and there's a place in North Carolina where there's horses. Yeah, Chinkachee. Uh, Chinkachee. Yeah, something like that. It's in the outer Chinkachee. We Chink- went kayaking uh, uh, one time when they were doing their little you know, thing out in the water. It was, mm. it was pretty bizarre. <laughs> they're all standing there. Were they seahorses? Not seahorses, no. <laughs> These are regular <laughs> horses. Uh, and But, yeah, they were pretty tame, which is cool. Cause I'm were not they, like, <clears throat> how high up in the water were they? I mean, the water was maybe like three or four feet deep, you know. Oh, so they weren't like going underneath you and surfacing. No, no, no. They were pretty much just all standing around at that point. But, uh, you know, it's still. That's weird. Again, I'm not a horse person, so uh, I tried to stay away as as far away as I could. What else is going on in uh, beer news? Or uh, you had restaurant a story news about Lithopolis, or... which again, oh, yes. I've um, had to where's Lithopolis? Four or five times where Lithopolis <laughs> isn't that near Greece? Remember. It's by Michelle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yes. out by. It's Brewdog. it's uh, if you go to Brewdog, hmm. Lithopolis is maybe about seven minutes uh, further, uh, okay. e- southeast maybe southwest. Toward Lancaster. Yeah, sort Ish. of. No, yeah. Well, yes, right. sort of. Sorry. Yeah, it's a it's a small Close. town. There's a brewery that Doug opened there. Doug likes to correct me. <laughs> <laughs> There's For a brewery. the record. <laughs> anyway, there's a there's a brewery that opened there uh, actually back in the spring. But full disclosure, giving people a peek behind the curtain, I just one of the owners, a guy named Dave Eldridge, um, we just were not able to connect and kind of sit down and chat until until now. So that's what we're doing. The, it's not exactly breaking news, but um, but we do like to be thorough in our, our coverage of the industry and getting uh, mm-hmm. uh, all these stories. So I sat down with uh, Dave Eldridge, who's the Eldridge part of Eldridge and Fisk. Is there a Fisk? There is a Fisk. It's a pretty just classic brewery where they have mm, maybe 12, 14 taps. Mm. Dave Eldridge is an experienced brewery. Currently works for Crimson Cup, still works for Crimson Cup. Has been there. He's a coffee buyer. Has been there for about 15 years. But prior to that was uh, a brewer, was the head brewer at Columbus Brewing mm. through a lot of its um, a lot of its early days, about its first decade or so. Has he mixed his coffee and beer? Uh, I am sure he has. Okay. Um, I did not. There was none the night I was there. None Apparently of that was on the Apparently, a PBR is doing a coffee beer. Mm-hmm. I heard it on oh. NPR. Yeah. Really? I saw that. Yeah. That's gross. I know. Um, you're gross. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that because you want to try the PBR coffee? No, beer? it just seemed like a good time for a, just a childish. <laughs> no, you're. Gr- I mean, I would. I would drink it. You would. Yeah. Would you? Yeah. Okay. People love PBR. Yeah. It is a favorite of the hipsters. I, I think it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. I haven't had one in a long time, so I, I could be missing out. Mm. Um, do Is Eldridge and Fisk going to just stay in that neighborhood, or are they going to... Yep. No, they're, they're, they're pretty committed to just being a neighborhood place, just being that, that community's brewery, which mm-hmm. is, you know, as we've talked about numerous times on here, I think that's a way that a lot of folks going forward are going to operate a little less getting into distribution and trying to be the next big thing and a little more just a manageable, like, Hey, I can serve my community and uh, hopefully they will support me. Mm. Yeah. I hope I find myself in Lithopolis sometime. I get lost a lot driving, so you never know. Yeah. It's not, it's seriously, it's, it's not far from, uh, from BrewDog at all. So Why did if they you pick ever, that area? Um, uh, uh, 
Fisk, Tim Fisk, not Neil Fisk. Uh, Tim Fisk is uh, from, who okay. lives in that area. So, and, and Dave actually lives in the Pickerington area. So they both, but they weren't, they, you know, they looked at a space downtown. Um, so they weren't necessarily committed to being in that area, but it just mm-hmm. sort of worked out. I'm sure real estate's cheaper too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They said it was a lot easier to work with the government, the city government uh, right. there. Because yeah. you, know, you can just they did call a, the mayor up right. and yeah. talk to the mayor. They did a lot of yeah, the vote out themselves. Said that's so. the only little place where you can text yeah. the mayor. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Yeah. I mean, I text our mayor sense. all the yeah. time, but he never. He never yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if it's really his number. I text somebody who I think the mayor has answered, but no. Did you all take the uh, beer name quiz? Yes. I did surprisingly poorly on I this. I did 10 out of 14. What is this? I, I think I was... We was put nine. a quiz up on our website a week ago um, that um, uh, Eleanor put together that you had to guess whether a beer name was real or fake. Oh, I didn't um, see this. And uh, there were 14 questions. I got 10 right. I was a all bit right, ashamed. Lightning round, Emily. Fuzzy Bernice. Real. Yes. Salty Susan. Fake. Yes. John Glenn's Flight. Real. Ooh, that's fake. Mm. Wow. No! Damn! (laughs) Wow, you're fired. (laughs) I get really competitive. (laughs) That's one wrong answer. Definitely ditzy. Now I'm going to second guess. No, don't. I'd say go go with with your your instincts. Go with your instincts. Real. Uh, No, that's fake. Dang it. Midnight Sickle. Real. Yes. Yeah. Urban Sombrero. Real. Yes. Buckeye Buckeye PA. Real. Uh, no, that one was fake. Mm, that one got me. I thought that one was real. Life. That sounded very real. Huh? Life. Real? Yes. Remember, go with your gut. Okay. Kokomo Drift. Fake. Uh, no, that one is real. <laughs> These are all real. Static what? Bubbles. Real. It's fake. Ah! <laughs> uh, party Bubbles at, is real. Party at Steve Gutenberg's house. Real. Yes. I'm just. That's just so outlandish. <laughs> yeah. There's no way that's. That's fake. a who farted. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Lee Brewis. Real. No, it's fake. fake. Skateland. Real. I know that. Yeah, one. Right. And uh, <laughs> this one's kind of an odd spelling, but Skater Boy. With an eight and a boy spelled B O I. That's fake. Yeah, that is fake. That's yeah, very Avril good. Levine's I song. only missed one. Oh, oh wow. Wow. Yeah, the Buckeye, Buckeye, Buckeye PA. Buckeye PA. Yes, I figured that was. Well, I, uh, I would hope Dan four. did well. Good yeah. job. You and I are tied. Yeah. Thanks. Very nice. How about you? What did I you? I did ten as well. Oh, very good. Well, yeah. I think we're fairly Came with the best of them. Yeah, smart. exactly. Uh, what else do we want to talk about today before we wrap things up? Chocolate wine. Oh, oh chocolate yeah. Wine. Yes. Yes. In, in spirits. Yes. Other alcohol news. We also had a story recently about. Bliss in a Bottle, which is in the Polaris Fashion Place. It's been there for several years. It's actually a kiosk in the middle of the mall, and it is uh, wine, the wine bottles that have been dipped in chocolate. And the uh, the owner, Cheryl Shear, she used to run a candy store, and she started playing with this idea there, and then a few years ago spun it off into its own entity. And uh, uh, she's as, as quirky as it sounds. She's actually growing. There's a there's a store in Cincinnati. Um, she's working on a new location at uh, Geneva on the Lake. And I am blanking. She has another store in addition to Polaris. Yes, Virginia Tyson's Corners, Virginia. 
Um, Glad I could help. Yeah, uh, but but she's got uh, you know a lot of lines in the water for pro- possible franchisees. It's a heavily, not surprisingly, it's a heavily seasonal business towards the holidays. So she has several pop up shops around that time of year as well. But it's a, it's a kind of an interesting, quirky idea where she pairs you know fancy chocolates with wine and uh, melts it and covers the bottles. Before you wrote about it, yeah. you, you talked about it a lot. I just assumed you had to break the bottle and then pull the glass shards out yes. and then eat the chocolate and then have wine everywhere. So I'm glad you wrote about it yes. to explain, explain the process. The process. Yes. And I, so how does it work, Dan? Uh, the bottle is covered with a plastic sleeve and then yes. it's dipped in chocolate uh, and there is a ribbon on the sleeve that you just pull down like you're opening a letter or something right. and the chocolate then falls off in chunks. Did she get this patented or was it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. She says that she says it is patented. Very interesting. Yeah. But like you have to pull it all off in one because my thing yeah. would be, I would want to keep some chocolate for later. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to put the cork in the wine. No, the you must day. eat all of it at once and drink yeah, the entire yeah. bottle. It's. I bet you if you really tried, you could just kind of like, like stop it. Yeah. Chunk it off and have a little bit. That's so, not the fun part. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would think it's it a good way to get yeah. people yeah. to come back. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a it's a interesting idea. She also does. Uh, she actually she also does beer and mead and um, uh, some non alcoholic drinks too. So it's primarily wine, but there are some beer options. There are a lot of beers that go with chocolate. So there, brought it back to beer. Nice job. Yes, very nice. Uh, we'll go around the table one more time just to talk about um, Apocalypse Cow, uh, Emily's glass is quite full. Yeah. So we're going to assume she didn't like it. So sorry your last beer (laughs) before you leave business first was not a winner. That's okay. I would give it a solid two out of ten. (laughs) (laughs) That's a solid solid two. two. All right. Uh, uh, I will go a solid four. uh, Out of five or ten? This is out of ten. Okay. Uh, I did, however, finish mine uh, because, uh, well, just because. (laughs) Dan. Uh, probably five. I mean, I, I drink it again, but I'm not wowed by it. And yeah. I'm not either. I'm, I'm right. Five or six. Yeah. Um, not my favorite, but glad I tried it. Yep. Thank you all for right. bringing it all the way yes, from Chicago land. For Thanks for joining us. Uh, we should be back next week. Check us out, uh, on your favorite podcast places. Apple podcast, Stitcher and SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yep. Yeah. And everywhere else where you listen to things. So check us out. Just those three. (laughs) Just those three, yes. And good night. Cheers, Emily.